The following is a Bunkazilla original production. We are monsters of culture. Christian, Jason, Ian. Three heroes searching for the answers to trivial questions you never really asked. Together, they are Trivial Titans. Now, get ready for another action-packed trivial episode. Hello there, and welcome to Trivial Titans here at Bunkerzilla UK. I am one of your Titanic trio, Ian Bolton, and I am joined, as always, by the Obsidian Waterfall Adonis. That is Jason Freeman. Begin! I shall, and I will. And also, I am joined by Christian R. Allen, who's currently sipping his latest cup of decaf tea. Is it refreshing? So, you're the only person who I know who can drink a cup of tea at three in the afternoon and not be able to sleep at night. Generally, I don't know what it is about caffeine, but if if I have a cup of tea, if I have an old cup of tea, partly afternoon, I just won't sleep. I think I think it's in your head, man. I think I think I think you tell yourself that you won't sleep, and then yeah, that's why I tell myself when I'm suffering an awful bout of insomnia at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's like this is all in your head. It is, yeah. Entirely. It's psychosomatic, isn't all, it? All of it. Frontier psychiatry, psychosomatic frontier psychiatry. <laughs> Lie down on the couch. What does that mean? You're a nut. You're crazy in the coconut. Do we have to pay Avalon, the Avalanche some royalties Possibly. Now? We might just forego that little bit. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even get the reference. You never heard of yeah, You never heard of it. I'll show you the video after this. It's f***ing amazing. Yeah. Welcome to the show where we always try to answer those trivial questions you never really wanted to know the answers to. And today we're having a spin-off. We're spinning. We're spinning off in the direction of the fictional spin-off because we're answering the question... Which fictional character should get their own spin-off series? Oh, I thought we were going to talk about Beyblades. <laughs> have, you, have, you ri- have you written lots of notes on Beyblades? Yeah. It's just because st- I heard spinning and I thought, oh, it must be Beyblades. And I, think, just... I think the clue's in the question. I didn't read the cre- I don't read the question. Like the clue's in the question. Which fictional character should get their own spin-off series? But anyway, we all, we'll, we'll, we'll visit uh, existing spin-offs. Good bad and uh yes we've got a bit of uh of a listener stuff as well to go through Annoying. so um yes who would like to go first on this one i will go jason the spin-off that should get their own series aria stuck oh. now i feel like it would be cool to see her on her adventures she's become a very much a cult character um pretty much the uh the series of game of thrones has has left off you know, I, th- I think it was pretty much after they jumped off the castle uh, at the end of not last season, season before that, completely split away from the books. They can just write her her own story. Let her be her own cool person. She's already a cool person, but let her like go on her own adventures and stuff. And I mean, to be honest, by the, really cool. by, by the end of the series, she was the only character I really cared for anyway. I think well, one of the things that I did find like the biggest plot hole of it all was she was there just like, what's nobody knows what's west of Westeros. And Bran is there just like, well, you could f***ing ask. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bran. <laughs> but she's like, oh, I'll go and find out for myself. He's like, but I could just tell you. You could just stay here with your family that you've finally gotten back together with. But no, all right, fine. You want to f*** off for adventures? And then, uh, but then I want to see those adventures. So, that, so that, that, that'd be a cool one. And that'd be, that'd be a good one. But if you want to speak about bad ones, Joey. Oh, I have yeah. that on my list of bad spinoffs. Yep. <laughs> Worst spinoff ever. It's like, yeah, we can take one of the friends and make them uber popular. Nope, that did not happen. I mean, they wouldn't have this problem if they picked the best friend, and that's Chandler Bing. 
But he was married and going off with Monica. Yeah, Monica be there. She could be there. It's fine. Chandler is the best character. Uh, maybe I like Chandler the most because he's the one. I'm the. I'm more like Chandler than any they other could, character. They could. They could call the show. Could they be any more the Bings? Could it be any more of a spin-off? <laughs> That'd actually work as a title. Uh, yeah. Or was it? Yeah. So yeah. Joey goes up to Hollywood to try and carry on being an actor, and it just doesn't seem to work. Well, I believe didn't that happen at the same time? I think that, that there was a. Was there a break and then they came back for the final season? Or was this actually after? No, the this finish? was after, this was after yeah, the final yeah, season. Yeah. 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 What about the whole thing with Rachel? What thing with Rachel? With Joey and Rachel. That yeah, that happened like in the last couple like of seasons. Seven or eight, isn't it? That's eight, I think. I could be wrong, but... The whole thing. It is a weird thing. Was I, that I, before I Rachel dated Bruce Willis or after? Way after. Like, it was like one of the last things that, was like that, that had people hooked that. on it. Hang on a second. <laughs> I am the, I am the fact finder. Yeah, because Ross is dating Bruce Willis's uh, daughter, daughter, yeah, daughter. Yeah, yeah. who's also Ross's <laughs> pupil. Pupil, <laughs> ethical. Yes, yes. Wait, friends Ross, was an Ross, interesting Ross, show. Ross, I mean, at least with friends. At no point do I ever feel like the friends was pretending that these weren't awful people. It's yeah. just like they're just people uh, you like. Okay, so it was in season ten. They tried to do a thing, and Joey was unable to open Rachel's bra, and Rachel smacked his hand away from her thigh, and they realized they were way too close friends to be in a relationship. Uh, and according to Quora.com, where people answer questions, Rachel and Joey break up in the third episode of season 10, brackets, they shouldn't have been put together in the first place. That is the right answer. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's the only real big misstep in the series. It's like the, pa- it's like the pairing just doesn't make sense. Ross and Rachel, yeah. Joey, uh, no, Chandler and Monica make sense. I thought they were set over the years when I was watching it, I thought, oh, at some point, Joey and um, Phoebe. Phoebe. Because obviously, just, just the <laughs> availability of the pairings, obviously. Yeah. This is why I don't write fan fiction, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I thought the problem with Joey, obviously, is the h- Friends works because it's uh, an ensemble. Like, th- those characters yeah. on their, yeah, their own. Yeah. They're just, yeah, they're, they're, they're just, just jerks, really. I think <laughs> <you look laughs> at characters. If you, look at, if you look at any of the cast of Friends going off on their own to do their own stuff, even as a spin-off, whatever, they haven't really kind of hit lofty heights, have they? I mean, I mean, I mean, David Schwimmer's had up and down. I mean, he directed some stuff like Run, Fat Boy, Run, and had some really good sort of strong turn points. So he mean, was in Ma- like Ma- Matthew Perry's had a few pits in the cinema. Yeah, he was in um, the whole Nine Yards, isn't it? Whole Nine Yards, yeah. Um, Which was a hit. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. Um, Trying to think what else um, he did. Um, Sunset, uh, something on Studio Sixty, something about Aaron Sh- Sorkin. Yeah, one of the earlier shows. Uh, obviously, Janet Anderson went off and did some films, which. Seemed. Yeah, I okay. think she's had. She's had. A, she's had a pretty decent run, isn't she? I'd say she's probably been the most more successful. Well, she's done a lot six. more comedy films. So obviously, Horrible Bosses. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, we are the Millers. It's, uh, a, it's a bit of a weird uh, because it's a common, common question, a common yeah. subject. Like, what have they done since? But do they really need? I mean, the amount of well, success they had during the, rain, the 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 original run of the show. I mean, yeah. <laughs> can you get any higher than that? Well, there's also the royalties from streaming. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, okay. Yeah, are we, um, so I was gonna say, what, what do you want to do now? Because I've got some spin-off ideas as well. Okay, hit many, me with some. Was well, so how many spin-off ideas do you have? I have uh, three. I've got about. I've got there's quite a few. <laughs> well, basically, I, I realize my spin-offs are basically just characters I really like who I want to. It's the sidekick characters. I mean, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I got four now. Yay! I've just looked at my notes and stole one of mine. No, no, yeah. it's just something that just sprang to mind. So. I love Back to the Future movies. 
Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I was far more interested in Doc Brown than Marty McFly. And it always annoyed me that, obviously, Doc Brown dies straight away. I've never seen Back to the Future films. Yes, you have. Just spoil them for me. No, it, How it, dare you? My, uh, it's not a spoiler at it's all. It's not a major it's, spoiler. It's, it's obvious that it's set up straight away. <laughs> but, um, and <laughs> more spoiler, he's brought back to life. Well, I mean, that's just, that's messing with Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if we should mess with Jesus like that. He's, he's, not, he's not cool about that kind of stuff normally. I, I haven't asked him personally. Didn't they do some sort of thing with Doc Brown with the Bats of the Future cartoon? Uh, they got Christopher Lloyd to do the intros. Yeah. yeah. Then um, Dan Castanella did the voice effect. I wouldn't be surprised, <laughs> well, for God's sake. They did also do the um, Telltale Back to the Future game where Christopher Lloyd did come back to voice Doc Brown. Oh, really? And um, oh, what was his name? J- something Fox? Michael J. Fox. Michael, Michael J. Fox. J. Fox, Michael yeah. J. Fox uh, handpicked someone to... Um, do Marty McFly's voice, but there was Christopher Lloyd in that. And that was actually a really, really good point-and-click mm. um, sort of 3D mystery game. Uh, and it had it had references to everything, a lot of backing in, forwarding to futuring. And, uh, and yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. But yeah, that's just my little, little input there. So we have Doc Brown. So Doc Brown series. Um, I love SpongeBob SquarePants, but I, I, I think s- if I had a Patronus, if this was the Harry Potter world, my Patronus would be Squidward. <laughs> um, and I, I just want to see a day in the life in Squidward. The, the best episode of SpongeBob is when Squidward joins the other octopuses or <laughs> in their it's own. The Squidwards. The Squidwards, yeah. And he ends up being driven insane by them. <laughs> and I just, I want that as an extended series, like four years worth of Squidward, just like, because he's the best. Oh, going off topic slightly, they yeah. were doing, um, they're doing, because I think it's been like 20 years of SpongeBob. That long? Yeah. Jeez. So they were doing some, um, Nickelodeon were doing some like live action sort of stuff. And basically they, they've got a, like um, a burger set, a burger joint set. Yeah. They're not dressed up in costumes. They're just playing human versions of themselves. Yeah. And I think I've seen little clips of that on YouTube. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a bit oh, surreal. This is the stage musical. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is a big hit. Mm. <laughs> the way they've done Squidward's legs is mm. really clever. It's just basically tied several separate legs onto his actual legs, but the flowing motion he does it's almost ballerinesque. If that's mm. a, is that a word? Ballet, yes. Ballet-esque, ballerine. But it's like a, it's like ballet. Yeah. Ballet, 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 which is also like wrestling, mm. but better, <laughs> more artistic, more artistic. Um, so yeah, that that's one I'd like to see. Mm-hmm. What, about, what about you, Ian? Yeah, uh, you got, got a little list. What here? you got? What you got? Tell well, us. I haven't got much on my list. I've got begin. My, I've got my list of good. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a list of good spin-offs and bad spin-offs that I can go through. I haven't got anything straight away. I mean, kind of, again, psychic characters are probably quite good in a way. I mean, from Scrubs, I would love to have done a Dr. Cox. Oh, yeah, Dr. Cox was the only really good character. <laughs> yeah, he's the only thing worth It was kind of like, you didn't know whether to, to love him or hate him because most times he was a real jerk, but he had a heart of gold. Heart of gold! I'm pretty sure that if you want a Dr. Cox spin-off series, just watch House. <laughs> yeah, that's very true, actually, basically. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's, just, that's just basically House. With a little bit of Sherlock Holmes thrown in. Yeah, a little There's bit of always Sherlock lupus. Holmes and a broken leg. Never lupus. It's never, it's lupus. never lupus. Apart from that one episode where it was it lupus. It was lupus, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I remember one of them where it was just like he looked at her and he 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 suddenly immediately knew that she had that incredibly rare disease where she couldn't feel pain. And I'm like, okay, I love you. I love your house. Ba- house, baby. Bubbler. Love you. That's bullshit. <laughs> oh. Ben off of Hades from Disney's Hercules. Oh. Managing the day-to-day business of the underworld. I yeah. would, if it's a procedural documentary, like a mockumentary of it's <laughs> running Hades, I would f***ing give Disney more of my money, which they shouldn't have. 
Oh, that would be fun because it'd be, be like films like The Office. Just <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, so, I mean, so, like Maleficent. Those movies, well, movie and upcoming movie, they're technically spin-offs. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, th- I thought Maleficent was a fairly decent movie. I seven, seven, seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Yeah. Okay. I, I have, I have, I have heard like, uh, was it dream pairings for a live-action Hercules movie? Would have. Um, Chris Hemsworth as uh, as Zeus and Tom Hiddleston as as Hades. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, that's perfect. That, that would work. I got one. Jules Winston. Who's Jules Winston? Isn't that the guy from Pulp Fiction? Samuel L. Jackson's oh, character. Oh, of course, of course. So he goes off at the end. <laughs> Yeah. And that's the last we see of it. But he's like, I've got this plan. I'm just going to walk the earth, get in adventures. Maybe like the guy maybe that's Tarantino's 10th movie. Maybe that's Star Trek. That's, that's a Star Trek movie. <laughs> so like Jules goes to Starfleet Academy. He walks out of the diner, leaving behind Pumpkin and Honey Bunny, and <laughs> gets straight onto the Enterprise, and then just f***s off into Beamed space. up. Perfect. Well, I mean, I, w- I would gladly watch that movie over and over again. So he's standing there in the transporter bay in the, in, in the Hawaiian shirt and shorts, with the big greasy afro, <laughs> holding a pistol, I think it would be a very short film. So would you go up to a replicator and just be like, "I want a call a pound of a cheese"? <laughs> 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 Took you a little while to get there. Eh? I just got it. What? What? <laughs> I think just the best line Jules Winston ever dropped was, "I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker," <laughs> <laughs> and that's oh. all going to get bleeped. Uh, but <laughs> I, would, um, I would like to see that as a series. Um, I think it could be really, really interesting. It should it's definitely like a, be an HBO special um, yeah. series of specials. Like yeah. It would be a tale of redemption. It would have some good action. Um, so it would be kind of like some of maybe some of the original Shaft movies. I imagine that kind of stuff. But you know, it's also his you know internal conflict of this is the only thing I know how to do in my life. I'm trying to be a better good person. I'm trying to be like yeah. a man of the Lord. I'm trying to be the shepherd. Uh, and yeah, I think that would be. I think that'd be pretty cool. It'd be pretty, pretty good. Seriously. Well, I another one I would like to see. I, I may have mentioned that I like The Simpsons quite a bit occasionally. The Simpsons themselves, the main family, are obviously iconic characters and they're wonderful. But the genius, the you know, the original runners of The Simpsons is that every side character is just wonderful. I mean, can you imagine a Skinner series? Well, could you imagine like just the just the the Springfield? Just, just, just a show, a, uh, yeah, that, that's and it, each yeah. e- each episode is kind of like a story based on a story interconnecting two characters, like Skinner and Chalmers go off to a convention and it doesn't <laughs> go well, or, or Millhouse has a particularly bad day. Yeah, yeah, like that could work. Like, yeah, or, or, or just like the you know the uh, wonderful adventures of Smithers. Yeah. Like well, didn't I mean, they do? They didn't they do like the the sixteen short films about Springfield episode, well that, which well that was, was well, that was I was referencing that just a moment ago. The reference that's just a Tarantino esque episode, isn't it? Well, but I mean, like that that could be cool. Like if they were to say, right, next season you won't even see the Simpsons family. Yeah, you won't see them once. You'd probably watch it again for the first time, and God yeah. knows how long to like, see what cool. they do. Well, let's see what you got. Oh, so it's a Ralph Righam episode. Great, yeah. well, I'd love to see that. Well, <laughs> let's see, let's see what you got. Let's see you push the boat out because you've done everything. Let's see. Let's this, is, Sim- this is something nobody else has done. Yeah, the Simpsons have gone to America. They've gone to Australia. They've gone to Europe. They've gone to Japan. They've gone. Oh, ah, it's just a little kick in the bum. To be fair, that Australian episode is incredible. <laughs> Get the Prime Minister! <laughs> Oi, Mr. Prime Minister! Andy! <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, don't worry, our toilets flush the other way, the American way. Sweet land of I see you've played Knifey Spoonie before. <laughs> ah! <laughs> so good. I, uh, every time, every time. <laughs> 
every now and then on Twitter, you just get these pretty, you know, these like, shall we change our currency to dollary do? Was it dollary do? Dollary do. Dollary do's. This is the new device. We've decided to call it this. That's an odd name. <laughs> I'd have called them Chazwassers. <laughs> 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 There's a, you always see Australians feedback <laughs> for that particular episode. They're very good. It's usually like basically yes. This episode is fairly accurate, except for Foster's. We wouldn't drink that piss. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's um, one of those giant beers. Problem. Oh, oh man, Signal Simpsons actually. If you wanted one specific character, now imagine a Sideshow Bob series <gasps> where it's almost it's Suicide Squad esque. Like he's our villain. We send into get the. Bigger villains, and it's just it Kelsey w- Grammer. It will just—it will be <laughs> Frasier, just animated comic book. Basically, yeah. What's a, you're not sold? It's like ah, I must go onto the veranda and have my lovely glass of wine. Like, I'm, I'm still hoping that we get the uh, Frasier Crane, <laughs> Fantastic Four, what if crossover? For I this new am listening. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I also love that when they brought in uh, Kelsey Grammer's. Sorry, I also love that when they brought in. Uh, Side Job Bob's brother, they got the guy yes. who played. <laughs> and when, uh, no, and crying, when yeah. I think when they brought in the dad, they also brought John Mahoney over. Oh, did really? they? Yeah. God rest his soul. Because the, ev- the name of the episode was um, was it Brother from another, another series. series? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I've got I've got a list of um, I've got Do a list it. of good and bad spin-offs. So in our so in my little column of good spin-offs, we obviously have Frasier. Yes, Frasier. because Frasier was amazing. Absolutely. Uh, we have, um, because I know you're a fan of it, Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul is incredible. I actually think it's better than Breaking Bad. It, and it's interesting because it is not the series I thought it was going to be. It has not given me anything I thought I wanted, mm-hmm. but I've come out of every episode just like, that. well, that was the best 50 minutes of television drama produced this year. Uh, we've also got uh, Legend of Korra. Yeah, uh, you know what? Never watched it. Uh, I, I haven't. I haven't. Oh my one. god! You never watched Korra. I mean, have you, you've both watched Avatar, yeah. presumably. Yeah, yeah. bits yeah. and pieces. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Avatar, and um, no, I really like. It's not on the same level because the problem, the problem with Korra has is that it, it's kind of it's artificial peril because the, all the conflict's been resolved a generation beforehand by Aang. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, it it's it strains a little bit, um, but it's it's if if Avatar is a ten out of ten, Korra is an eight out of ten sort of like series. So it's still great. Okay, so what, definitely watch I it if I you're a fan. Like the first four or five episodes, and I just didn't feel any it, urge to you keep do going. Keep going. It does. It by the end of the first season, it it gets very good. Mm. Um, there's mm. definitely an, a, a curve upwards, um, but yeah, I I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's it's interesting. The world is amazing, and uh, I mean, even after Avatar, I went and, and bought all the comic books that were like yeah. di- pu- put directly after the Avatar series, which was a nice little, you know, this is the aftermath of the war, and you know, here's your happy ending. But here's some stuff that's, you know, it's here's like what happens after it. Zuku's mother, isn't it? And finding his mother and him adjusting to leadership, and you know, all that kind of stuff. So that, that, that was that was that was great. But then when it came to Korra, which I believe it's finished, and there are post series comic books of that as well, uh, which I've seen about. Just, I just haven't, haven't done it. I've just, I've, I've picked up other series that have just become my life's obsessions, which I actually intend to somehow shoehorn into this show at some <laughs> point. Fair enough. Also on my list, we have, um, well, because he was such a popular character in the original Lego movie, Lego Batman. Lego oh, Batman yeah, movie yeah, yeah. is, it cr- my, my only criticism of the Lego Batman movie is that it's too funny. 
There, need, there needed to be moments where I could stop and breathe. <laughs> Brain is feeling warm and fuzzy. Joke, 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 joke. No, come on, I need some <laughs> pacing here. It's too much. Pops the thermidor. Pops the thermidor for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get out there. Nope, 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 It's crazy how Will Arnett is already probably the top three best cinematic Batmans. It's like... <laughs> it's, it, it's Keaton, Bell, Will Arnett, and then the others. <laughs> that's just how it works. That's, that's, how, afraid, that's, that's, that's how it works. So yeah. um, you get judged based on performance, lads. Also, you know, sorry, it's no. bit, you know, to this day, if you bump into George Clooney in the street and tell him that you went to see Batman and Robin the cinema, he'll pull out ten dollars and give it to you to, f- as a return for the ticket. Bullshit. No, he, he said it. On, like, he, he does it. He's, yeah, I'm, I'm good with it. Fact I'm check this. I'm the fact checker. So I've seen George him talk about Clooney this. Clooney pays he lives in Sonnen on Thames. Batman. Yeah, it's not that far away from it. Robin. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, he has a, ho- he has a home. home, here, home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not Just like Johnny Depp lives in the new forest. <laughs> <laughs> Surrounded by the trees. The trees. Uh, George Clooney apologises for destroying Batman and Robin. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't say George he didn't. Actually, he's the only good thing in that movie. I think he was an excellent th- Batman th- in a terrible film. Yeah. I think if he brought him in for Batman Forever, it probably would have been. Yeah. George Clooney uh, reveals he was paid less than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Reveals that's he told that's ben not Affleck. surprising. He was he told Ben Affleck not to do Batman. Good advice in retrospect. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'd, like, like I'm, I'm perfectly honest with you. I realise he's one of the most recent ones, but I already forgot that Ben Affleck was Batman. That's because those films are objectively terrible. Um, I, I'm I'm excited for Robert uh, Patterson. Mm-hmm. Um, although it, it was a bit of a curveball for me. The one actor, this is a completely different subject to what we're meant to be talking about, but the one actor I'm desperate to see as Batman on the big screen is John Hamm. <laughs> oh, yeah. For Mad Men. There was also a He's point... He's got the chin for it, man. Well, yeah, th- there was actually also a point where Disney was doing an April Fool's thing to say that they were going to change the actor for Iron Man. Oh uh, God! For, for, uh, from Robert Downey Jr. and it's like, oh, we're going to put John Hamm. And did the and internet go? Oh, the internet was <laughs> just like, actually, that, that might work. That would be good. This could actually work. And it was like, no, guys, we're just fucking about. And it was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, I like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are we talking about? Yeah, spin off. So, um, George so Clooney, good, but in a bad movie. Is that what we've come to? Possibly. The I don't know. I don't. So, well, Batman and Robin isn't really a spin off. Not really. No. 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 But um, would you say uh, Minions is a good spin-off? No, it's an awful film. It's absolutely abysmal. And it, it's as if it's set in London, but the writers of the film have clearly never been to London. Because <laughs> every f***ing five metres, there's a fire hydrant, a yellow fire hydrant. First of all, America, we don't have fire hydrants in the United Kingdom. We've barely got the resources for anything. <laughs> for like, We could barely have water. We just hope it rains, which it does most of the time. Um, so th- the fact that it was a major subplot of that they were falling in love with these f***ing fire hydrants in the middle of London, it's re- it's, it pisses me off to this day. And, I, and that's what that's what brought me out of the drama. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting a drama out of those well, little yellow minions, and and because because England is not or the United Kingdom is not properly well described, I, I have to remove myself. Well, I, I've <laughs> said this a number of times. Uh, sometimes there are, there are moments in films where you're not sure if it's good or bad that just break you. And just like, no, that is a terrible movie. And that was that moment for me. The, the, <sighs> Mine was Crank 2. 
Cranked <laughs> two. What Crank two high voltage? Is that is that a spinoff? Uh, no, I mean, it's a sequel. It's a sequel. It's a sequel. What, what was the moment in it that broke it for you? Uh, the point. It was two points. Yeah. Uh, one cracked me and one broke me. Uh, <laughs> the, the point that I got cracked was where Jason Statham was dry humping a woman in a big woolly sweater to get static electricity. Oh my god! Yes. Oh yeah, because he has an electric car in the second film. <laughs> uh, and then instead, uh, the the attractive woman appears and is like, "I'll give you a friction energy," and then they just decide to f in the middle of a dog track while the race is going on. Uh, and the part that broke me was when there was a dude with Tourette's swinging nunchucks around, uh, then having a spasm and falling into a swimming pool. And I was like, well, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I actually don't <laughs> Tapping care. Tapping out. I don't actually care what happens in the rest of this film. Uh, <laughs> good, good day, sir. Keep, keep the money. This, the is, this, the is, this, is, my, this is my tax. <laughs> the troubled works of Neville Dean and Taylor. They went on to do Gamer with Gerard Butler. Great. And Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance with Nick Cage and Idris Elba. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Don't think they've done much lately. <laughs> uh, my other list of good things. Wolverine films. So, I... If ignore... Origins. Well, I I have a soft spot for I I can I can tell Origins is a dreadful movie as I watch it, but I I find I'm entertained by it. So, and Ryan Reynolds being the worst Deadpool isn't the worst thing in the world because no. you know, because I mean especially in hindsight now we've got two decent Deadpool portrayals yeah, under true. his belt. Um, the well, I mean, th- there was also his portrayal of Deadpool in Blade Trinity. There was also oh, yes. his, portrayal <laughs> his, his portrayal of Deadpool in Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, uh, which we will touch yeah, on very shortly. <laughs> oh, this is it's a Hobbs and Shaw episode, isn't it? It's his portrayal <laughs> of Deadpool in everything. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, um, but obviously the Wolverine. Oh yeah, well, I, I, I really, I really like the Wolverine. Um, although I get the impression it hasn't sort of hasn't retained in the sort of like zeitgeist as, yeah. as the other X Men movies have, but mm. I mean I think we can all agree here that Logan was phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. It was okay to cry man tears at the end of that film. It's always okay to cry man tears. I mean, yes. I can confirm this. It is always okay to cry man tears as long yeah. as they're tears that are just, just tears, just justice, justice, <laughs> justice. <laughs> right. Was there's justice involved? So why why do you two think that Logan works so well when Origins doesn't work at all and Wolverine seems to have just kind Wolverine of Wolverine as a character seemed more rounded and it, I think it, it just felt I think considering Hugh Jackman had done Wolverine so many times now and he like was his tenth time yeah wasn't it? yeah but he probably will come back for a Deadpool Wolverine movie though. I would be. So, well, it depends what they do with the MCU. It, it really depends how. I mean, they're going to have to do some massive persuading to well, get to who Jackman. So he's best mates with Ryan Reynolds, isn't he? Yeah, but he's it's best like mates with Ryan Reynolds. They'll, they'll definitely come back. Definitely, if they manage to get the green light for the movie, and then then Ryan Reynolds calls up Hugh Jackman, it's like we finally got it. We finally got that thing that we've been you know talking back and forth about for generations. Are you in? And he's going to go, no. He's going to be like, yeah. This is Jackman's going to go, I've got the greatest showman too. This is me again. Don't. <laughs> so, uh, talking of uh, other spin-offs, I've gone into the bad spin-offs category now. Okay. So, um, so I mentioned I found, I discovered a spin-off for a show, a very popular 90s show, which I cannot believe <laughs> was a thing. So, you know, the hot summer days of Baywatch? I know exactly what you're about to talk about. I'm going to talk about Baywatch Nights. Oh my god, it's it's so bad. So in one in the very first season, David Hasselhoff's character, whoa, what's going on? Oh, good lord! He teams up with his detective friend to solve crimes, serious crimes. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the second and last season, 
they start investigating the paranormal. Yes. <laughs> goes, <laughs> goes full f***ing Roswell, doesn't it? It's like, whoa, there were ghosts. There, there were other, other spin-offs <laughs> of, of, the, of the shows that we grew up with as well, because there was also All Grown Up. Oh, yeah, Rugrats oh, yeah. did that, didn't they? Was that bad? Uh, I don't think that. Because it was the Rugrats from babies to, like, high school. Yeah, high school. It, it was interesting the way... They, so, Angelica was not... She, she, was she bullied? So it's like an inversion of like their experiences as children. Tommy was quite anxious or something. Yeah, Chucky would be quite anxious. Anxious, yeah, Chucky was the anxious one. They still they still maintained their their well, defining their core characteristics. Traits. Yeah, um, but it was just them sort of dealing with more stuff of interaction with people other than each other. Yeah, uh, which is interesting. And then, but then there was there was also other spinoffs that also didn't do very well. Uh, Scrubs had a spinoff. Uh, well, it didn't uh, really have a spin-off. It was kind of like the last, the the, se- the very last season was yeah. new characters were brought in. I think that was where you had like Joe McHale from Community and that come in to kind of try yeah. and pick up the bat on that Zach Braff and, and, and co left. Mm. But mm. the reviews for it were not very good. So they kind of went, okay, we'll bring back some of the original characters and then we'll end after 12 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then finally, the last one I wanted to comment on was Saved by the Bell, the college years. Oh I mean, God. Saved by the Bell, the original series, is objectively awful. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know anyone who's ever watched that and enjoyed it. There no. Was, there was a similar show, because in that, that those shows were all the rage. Yeah, they had Boy Meets World. There was one that I don't think, I think I'm literally the only one who remembers. Uh, and it was called California Dreams. Never heard of it. No. Really? Because this, this was on Nickelodeon. And it was uh, it was by the same guys who produced Saved by the Bell, and it was a group of uh, teenagers again, as was the, the style there. But they were all multi ethnic background, and they were all in a band, um, and they were just like they were on a band, and they were in California, uh, mucking about on the beach, and it was it was it was just this 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 weird thing. And I remember they had a theme tune as well, and they always played in their band on everything, and it was just a, a, a United Colors of Benetton. <laughs> cast <laughs> in terms of colour. <laughs> it's like literally the only thing they were missing was someone in a wheelchair and they would have had everything covered. Like and, and it was just it was just this this unbelievably strange show. It had like three series. I've never heard of it before. No. Yeah, it was this, it, this was actually all during the same time. This was this was going on, what? this was on Nickelodeon, this was a show and I'm the, apparently the only person <laughs> who I know. You sure this wasn't an extended fever dream? Well, I'm pretty sure because I'm on the Wikipedia page for it right now. <laughs> Are you sure that's not part of your fever dream? <laughs> what is it about Saved by the Bell? It's the it, what I find really confusing by it, aside from the terrible plots and atrocious acting, is the fact that it's so dated. But it was incredibly dated when it was coming out. Like it's some people, some kids will watch that thing. Is that what the early nineties were like? Like, no, it's not even what the eighties were like. It's just weird. It's like someone who's never actually stepped out of the house, probably because he's too busy binging on cocaine in the studio, (laughs) decided I'm going (laughs) to produce this series. Oh my god! (laughs) Oh, that's how most of those TV programs get it. It's it's the preferred fuel of Hollywood executives at that time. It's like a quick snort, and I want a show about skull kids, (laughs) (laughs) and they're being saved by the bell. (laughs) (laughs) What's a demographic we need to target? Kids. (laughs) (laughs) Bring me my mountain of cocaine. (laughs) God. Oh, it will be a hit. Jesus Christ. Oh no. That cocaine you're having, obviously. Cocaine-um. Cocaine-um. I don't know why. I'm, I was about to say cocaine in the theme song to Godzilla. Oh, there you go. There's another terrible spin-off. Godzilla and Godzuki. Remember the Godzilla animated series? Yeah. 
With Godzuki, his little son. No, 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 no. Oh, yes. No, you're right. You're right. But that was actually still... Um, that was still called Godzilla. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Godzuki was actually the Japanese uh, son of Godzilla called Godzuki. Oh. Uh, an interesting fact uh, is after the original movie where Godzilla's father came about, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Uh, Japan hated it so much <laughs> that they went and bought all of the rights to that character, renamed it to just Zilla, Put it in a film and had Godzilla kick the shit. Out uh, of it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got it's Godzuki basically their Scrappy Doo. Um, well, yeah, even though he's, technically he's got, he's, it's he's got Godzuki an American creation. We did talk about Scooby Doo last episode. Yes, we did. That was a 13, ago, the it? thirteen ghosts of Scooby Doo was a good so, spin-off. But Godzuki, yeah. Godzuki was actually um, Godzuki was a juvenile. Cut. So Godzuki was actually created by beg your pardon. No, I said it was Japan uh, by Japan. Godzuki was actually created by Hanna Barbera. There we go. I said last week, yeah. Hanna Barbera are the worst. <laughs> ruining, not only ruining their own cartoons, ruining other things as well from other countries. Ruining, how do you ruin Godzilla? Well, he could. How, he, why do the Americans keep ruining Godzilla? Every time they try to do something with Godzilla, it sucks. Yeah. Every time. Sorry, I'm just. I'm just <laughs> You're just staring <laughs> very angrily at me. I was well, like, I, heard I don't know what I could the, say. Um, I heard good things about the most recent one. King of Monsters uh, is I've, good. I've, I've, I've heard, bad, I've heard yeah. mixed things about King of Monsters. King of Monsters does what it says on the tin. That's Godzilla. He wants to be king of the monsters. There are all these other monsters. And there's some, also some random shit going on with They want humans. to be king of the monsters. They can't be king of the monsters because Godzilla's king of the monsters. But they want to be Everybody's the heard about the word. Is it the Godzilla's the king of the monsters? <laughs> I don't know. I think Ian's having a nervous breakdown, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else here about to spend $150 dues on the Criterion Godzilla collection? Absolutely not. I've nope. got beer to buy. Cannot wait. No. Cannot wait. No. Do you um. know do you know <laughs> do you know another great or terrible trilogy of movies that was spin-off from a popular movie? Scorpion King. Oh God. I Beg your pardon, Dwayne Johnson's in the first two of those. I thought you were talking no, about No, no, no. Dwayne Johnson's no. only in half of the first one. No, no, he's in the first Scorpion King, but then it's other people. Oh, they recast the rock. Is that I mean so uh, but it was it was bad spin-offs. I thought you were talking about bad spin-offs. It's kind of a bad spin-off. I mean the first one is perfectly is fine. Do we need an adjudicator for this? The first one is perfectly <laughs> fine. It's <Dwayne> Judges <laughs> Stop breaking the soundboard. You picked wrong. I was helping you. <laughs> Shall we let's 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 stop being around the bush. You know what we need to talk about? Canine and Company, the 80s attempt to relaunch Canine the Dog as its own TV series. Sharky mm. and George, the Crime Busters of the Sea. Is that is that a spin-off? Or did you just mm. want to say Sharky, Sharky and, George. and George, Defenders of the Sea? It's one of those cartoons I watched as a kid, but I don't know why, because I don't think I ever actually enjoyed it. He double yeah. bell it with Biker Mice from Mars. That was great. Yeah, that was it. That was good. And street, with Limburger. And street Sharks. Street Sharks. Welcome to Trivial Titans, where we just reminisce about our favourite things as children in the hope of forgetting all the horrible <laughs> things that are happening today. I swear <laughs> to God, that's the entire point of this show, isn't it? Yeah. That I, thought, I thought we were meant to be a little bit more critical rather that, than just that the to drink, but we're not on radio. Let, <laughs> let's, let's, let's stop being around the bush now. We have to, we have to address something that we experienced. Um, we're, recording this, oh we're recording this with several episodes together, but last week we were obviously... Uh, at Jason's 30th birthday, and we went to... Happy birthday. Happy birthday, by the way. I'm old. Yeah, yeah join the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we experienced a spin-off film, which, well, was quite an experience. 
Who wants to start talking about Hobbs and Shaw? So I'll grab I've a beer. I'm, I've getting, I'm getting a beer. I've on. never watched a Fast and Furious movie before, so you took my Fast and Furious virginity. So cheers for that. Um, wow, that I, I felt like I lost 15 IQ points watching <laughs> that film. I mean, it, it was like a group of dumb people watched Winter Soldier and Civil War and thought, we can do that. <laughs> and then I tried. this. It was just, it was just crap. It was just, are, are all the Fast and Furious movies like this? Uh, well, the first one is an actual grounded story about street racing and family and stuff. And then they went to Tokyo. And then... Isn't the Tokyo one sort of been retcon? So it doesn't actually, in order well, for the continuity to work for like five onwards, it does, you have if to ignore... If you watch, you, the order is one, two, four, five... Six, three, seven, eight, Hobbs and Shaw. And that is our phone line. If you want to get in <laughs> and uh, leave One, a message two, on the bunkers. Four, five, six, seven. <laughs> oh, I can't do it. Oh, man. Someone, someone knows the It Crowd phone number off by heart, probably because they have it as a tattoo or a t shirt. Our first aiders are also attractive and helpful. <laughs> Oh, I love the it crowd. It's a shame the writer is such an awful person. But never anyway, mind. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Jason has joined us with beer. <laughs> I mean, I needed beer to talk about this movie. Does, do you know something you know, else that really pisses me off about this film? Right. So they, they start their action, their chase sequence in London, but it quickly cuts to what is painfully, obviously Glasgow. <laughs> I mean, like... Because we have, we have friends who live in Glasgow who actually work in the central of Glasgow. We yes. were expecting, we were just expecting to see them on the sidewalk just looking somewhat nonplussed <laughs> about the high-speed pursuit of, of a very fast car driven by Jason Statham and The Rock and the world's most cybernetic bike and... Oh. oh, it was so bad. It was just, it was just, it was just a poor man's Winter Soldier. My, one of my biggest problems with this film is take take Thanos, take his character arc, take his motivation, especially Infinity War. Although there is no point where I thought, yeah, Thanos was right, even though that Reddit is particularly hilarious. Um, you get him, you understand his insane plot. You, you know, there's no point where you think, well, that doesn't make sense from that character's perspective. Um, and that, that's what makes Infinity War such a great movie, the fact that the antagonist is effectively in the protagonist role. Um, Idris Elba's character has a similar plot. He basically wants to wipe out all half the life on the planet. And when he's confronted by it, do we get a Thanos-esque eulogy? No, we get <clears throat> the greatest line of dialogue I've ever f***ing heard in my life. Genocide, schmenocide. <laughs> Full stop. And that is it. That is the... Uh, I can't and in How? the and in the cinema, Christian slowly turned his head and stared at me for at least a minute. I was I was <laughs> genuinely flabbergasted. Like this isn't this isn't even parody. They've generally someone has written that line thinking, oh, you know what's really good? <laughs> genocide, genocide, and then we'll convey the character. I didn't have a. F- Clue what that character's motivation was. What, what, why was Idris Elba even it was doing re- anything? It was He's the future. And he, and he thought he was like, you know, the future. He was their most, he, he got all their experimental stuff. He was the most powerful one of, you know, of all their, their cybernetic people. And he was like, yeah, I follow their orders. Otherwise, they'll kill me. But I also do this because I love it. And I'm a criminal. And I'm Black Superman. He also, he also says, I'm the bad guy at one point. Yeah, like, bad, guy. The bad guy. Right here. <laughs> Just make it nice and easy for you, man. You've got to think too much about it. Hobson Shaw was pretty much the Rock and Friends show 
because <laughs> because pretty much just random people who The Rock knows just turn up, like Kevin Hart in yeah. the middle of a plane sequence. Yeah, Kevin Hart's there. Could have been the third one. Roman Reigns. Could have been Hobbs, Shaw and Dinkley. That, I, I, <laughs> I mean, it will be. It will be. I'm I, guaranteeing I would Flipping prefer that movie to be honest. I'm sorry, I just used such an extreme word. Flipping, flipping, no, flipping. Heck. The next movie is gonna just be a, a buddy cop with all three of them. 100%, Absolutely, hundred percent. Calling it now. I kind of wish the film had toned it dis- toned down a little bit. I, I, I've That's not what these films are about, mate. <sighs> That's not what these films are about. Once you see the other ones as well, you'll be like, okay, fine. We need to educate you. I don't mind over the top. I just don't want over the top and dumb. And it's the kind of dumb movie where the people making it think it's cleverer than it actually is. I I, de- I definitely feel that way. After after nine movies, they know what they're about. They know they've got their audience. They've got the demographic. It's not. It's it's my my, my mate Martin put it in uh in the best possible terms. That is a beer and wings movie. <laughs> you get a bunch of beer, a bowl of wings, and you just sit there and you watch. It's, it's, it's a switch your brain off movie. Not all movies have to move your heart and soul and make you think about no, the that's, problems that's, of life. No, that's it's true. Just, just watch this, sit down, shut up, and then just be like, I, didn't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind dumb films. I like, I like popcorn movies. I just don't want ones that inst- assault my f***ing intelligence. It's like, but Roman Reigns speared a guy. Did he? Yeah, and I shouted speared in the cinema. Oh God. <laughs> Spear! He didn't have a single line of dialogue. No. He just sort of brooded behind the rock. Kind of like the Royal Rumble from several years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Are they booing him? (laughs) No, they're saying, Boo Reigns. Boo Reigns. (laughs) Jesus. I feel like he should have had at least one line of dialogue in that entire thing. He did. It was, ooh, ah. Christ, even The Undertaker got more dialogue in Suburban Commando. No, The Undertaker got tons of dialogue in Scooby-Doo, WrestleMania mystery thingy oh no it's oh, spe- curse of the speed here we demon. go if we're going to talk about spin-offs wwe spin-offs jesus christ <laughs> and you own them all you own you're in the jetsons robomania you yeah own the, surf, surf, the surf's up sequel <sighs> wrestlewavia oh my god <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the real reason he does beers do you know the uh, do you know the undertaker's um, reasoning for taking part in the world's most dangerous speed race in Scooby-Doo's uh, Curse of the Speed. I don't know, Racer. he wanted another mortgage? No, he wanted the money to open up a puppet shop. F- okay. I mean, follow your dreams, bud. Yeah. Shoot your so shot. then they could rest in peace. Says. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah Hobbs and Shaw is a very... <laughs> it's just... It's a silly film. It's, it's a Awful. It's the film that Seriously. gives you the fact that the Rock can bring down a helicopter with his oh, bare arms. That, again, like you take one of the oh no, si- no six cars and the Rock. It was it was uh, one of the best scenes in the whole MCU is Steve Rogers pulling that helicopter down. And at no point did I think he can't do that. <laughs> the Rock's watched it and go. I want to do that as well. <laughs> <laughs> And I've just watched this. Oh, fuck off, Rock. I mean, I love The Rock, but fuck off. You're not Steve Rogers. You're not Captain America. All right, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. I d- I'm glad you enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're entitled to enjoy it. I'm not, I'm not saying you can't enjoy it because I hate it. Yes. Well, we do have some suggestions for spin-offs from our good friend Hugh. Um, we have uh, Juliette Lewis's character from, from Dustal Dawn. She was the preacher's daughter. Oh, Is that okay. the show or the the, the, the movie? Uh, the movie. The movie. The first one. We ignored the sequels, but because the sequels have no sense. I forgot there were sequels. <laughs> yeah, they went straight to DVD. Uh, we also have Faye from Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. actually the most interesting character. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, th- I think my biggest problem with Cowboy Bebop is... um, uh, 
What's the name of the main character? Spike Spike, Siegel. Spike thank you. There we go. That just sums it all. I think it's the most boring character. It's kind of like it's Buffy the Vampire Syndrome. Okay. Every character in that series is amazing, apart from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And uh, last suggestion is uh, Natalie Portman's Matilda from Leon. Yeah, sorry, from, that's from, an interesting sorry, one. Sorry, from what? Leon. Leon. Leon the Professional. Oh, Leon the Professional. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. 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 That'd be cool. I don't think she'd ever do it. I think she's got... She. I don't think... Um, I think Natalie the time's passed. Well, I, I don't think she looks fondly on that film. I think she. she's not keen on it entirely. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Leon. Mm. It's coming out in 4K at the end of October. Yes, okay, I'm coming wait. over to watch that. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. Although the cover says... Um, it says... <laughs> 4K and in 2D Blu-ray. And I just thought, like, when was it in 3D? It was never in 3D. I know. So why are they calling it 2D Blu-ray? Because it gives you the illusion that it was in 3D. I mean, it's a two-dimensional... I mean, yeah. Jean <laughs> Reno in 3D, just staring at you. Does anyone actually remember the fact that Jean Reno was actually in Onimusha 3? He was also in Godzilla. No, no, <laughs> I'm talking about the video game. The video oh, game. yeah, yeah, I yeah, remember. Yeah, he was there. He put his entire likeness, voice and everything really? into uh, a game about uh, Japanese Oni. Oh. And he was a French police in sh- uh, p- police inspector. That's his only role. He, uh, <laughs> he, was the si- he was the psychic to Steve Martin's Inspector Clouseau in his two Pink Panther films. Oh, God. Mm. Yes. Uh, He's a busy boy, John Renault. John Renault. Jean Renault. Ah, uh, oh, Leon is such a good movie. But no, I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd love a Matilda sequel. Not, not a sequel to Matilda. Unless, and how, about a, <laughs> how about a crossover? <laughs> Matilda and Matilda. So Matilda from Roald Dahl's Matilda, Matilda directed yeah. by Danny DeVito, yep. meets Matilda from Leon's, uh, no, from Luke Besson's Le- Leon. Leon. Only yeah. if it's Mara Wilson coming back. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No. She never will. No, probably she, not. She's <laughs> done with acting. I'm not surprised. Acting is bullshit, <laughs> especially from the Hollywood system, Christ. Mm. But um, yes, I think we need to bring things to a close. So bottom line, spin-offs, they can be quite a spinning predicament, can't they? You've been wanting to say that all podcasts. No, I haven't. You've got. I've got to see it in your notes. He's been holding on to that one for a while. Well, let's hope we spin off into another series. <laughs> <laughs> if you're thinking about other series, then hey, it might be worth checking out The Hangover with Jason Martin, available on Bunkerzilla. Yes, as Saturday and Tuesdays at nine o'clock. I mean, I don't have a SoundCloud, but The Hangover. Tell me more. The Hangover is a show about myself and my good friend Martin. And uh, it's a show in which two hungover people who have no business running a podcast try to piece together uh, the uh, the events of the uh, previous session of drinking, uh, while at the same time reviewing uh, movies, comic books, uh, animation, and sharing some fantastic music. So uh, give it a try. That's a, that Jason sounds Martin. really good. I personally enjoyed in the very first episode the Play Your Bond Kills Right round. Ah, where they had to guess how many bomb, how many people Bond killed between films. So basically, <laughs> say if he killed like ten people in, say, Doctor No, how did he kill more or less people in from Russia with Love? Ah. Yeah. Yeah. We do also have special segments uh, alongside uh, alongside that. We have Hip Hop Hooray, um, in which we uh, explain a bit about uh, hip hop culture and uh, play some amazing music on that. And we also have a segment called That Song Sounds Good, in which we play a song <laughs> that sounds good. It does what it says on the tin, really, doesn't it? Pretty it's much. like Ron Seal. In, uh, in, in our third episode, we've actually come up with a new, um, new segment as well, and it's called Jason Explains a Movie. Uh, at which point I'm given a title of a, of a movie that I've never seen before and I have to come up with the entire plot of the movie. So, uh, what, and, and do you get points if you match it with the actual... My f- my I'm going to be honest with you, I haven't managed that yet as one of them uh, involved Sean come William on. Scott travelling back in time to an Arthurian court with his jive-talking tumour. <laughs> wow. Stifflers come I, far. Can I, can I do your next one? 
Have you seen the B movie? Uh, I have not seen the B movie. I want you to do the B movie for your next one. We'll do me, the okay? B movie for the next one, but the only way to find out what I think the plot of the B movie is is to listen yes. to the Hangover with Jason and Martin. There's a plug for you. Add a sync clap. So we have to bring things to a close. Thank you much for listening. Hope you enjoy the episode. As always, email your feedback to TrivialTitans at bunkerzilla.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at TrivialTitans or even join the Bunkerzilla Stomping Grounds group on the Bunkerzilla UK Facebook page because we will put up a couple of future episode questions up there and we would love to get your feedback. And if you would like us to answer your trivial questions, go to the Trivial Titans show page on the Bunkerzilla website, fill in the form and maybe in the future we could very well be answering your questions but until next time i've been ian bolton hey hey, i want to do it i want to do it love of god i want to do it so until next time this keeps happening again yeah this is dr cox (laughs) jules winston and squidward and i am jules winston and my final thing i want to say is say what again motherfucker i dare you i double dare you Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe and follow us on social media. We'll see you soon for the next exciting trivial episode of Trivial Titans. Enjoy the show. Discover more Bunkazilla originals at bunkazilla.co.uk. Ooh.